I recently worked with a client who came to me because she was feeling stuck in the direction to take her work. She was multi-passionate with lots of different things that she was interested in. And actually, when we sat down and really dove into it, we realized that there was one core pillar at the heart of the work that she was here to do. And the core question that was really underpinning her confusion was this lack of belief and clarity that she could really make money doing what she loved. In today's episode, we're going to explore the four essential pillars to doing work you love and getting paid well for it. If you've ever asked yourself, can I really do something that is fun and what I enjoy? This episode is for you. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can get unstuck and pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk all about how to get unstuck in your life and business with your unique intuitive intelligence. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. To download the five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, head to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash five ways. Doing work you love. Is it a pipe dream? Is it just some pie-in-the-sky idea and a case of the grass is greener? Well, actually, in my books, it's not. And yet, at the same time, I'm not a Pollyanna person who thinks that everything is rainbows and butterflies when you do something that you love. Like anything, when you do something that you enjoy, there are going to be aspects that are a little bit tedious and not so great. When I think about this, I imagine a pianist or a musician Yes, they might be fabulous performers and electrifying on stage, but in order to do that, they've got to practice their scales and do their vocal exercises. They've got to practice and really be a master at their craft. And so when I talk about doing what you love today, I am talking about something that lights you up and that brings you joy, but that doesn't mean it doesn't come with sometimes hard work or doing the pieces that are a bit repetitive or boring because that is part of the process. So today we're going to be talking about the four essential pillars to doing work that you love and addressing that piece about getting paid well for it. This podcast really builds upon the previous two where I speak about the key to soulful success in your work. Is it energetics or strategy? That's episode 31. And also last week's episode episode 32, which is all around why we need to talk about women, work, and money. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, you might want to go and tune in to those as well. And you can check out the link to those in the show notes, which you can find over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 33. That's number 33. Today, we're going to dive into four core areas. Number one, can you have both passion and money? Is it an either or situation? We're going to dive into number two, what doing what you love actually means. 
Number three, we're going to unpack what these four pillars are so that you can do the work that you love and also get paid well for it. And number four, I'm going to share the common misconceptions that I myself have had (laughs) in pursuing this path and equally what I see with my clients as well. So with that, let's dive in. Let's begin. Like, can you have both passion and money? What actually is doing work that you love? So let's really begin there. In my books, doing work that you love is something that lights you up. It's something that excites your interests. It's something that you're passionate about. And it's something that you have gifts and talents, i.e. strengths in. So it's something that you're able to contribute to in a meaningful way. Like I said, with the performer analogy, that doesn't mean it's always easy. Going back to that performer analogy, I recently watched the JLo documentary on Netflix called Halftime, speaking about her performance at the Super Bowl. And I think of her as an example of how, yes, she was doing something that she loved, performing, dancing, singing, but it doesn't mean it was always easy. She had to show up to dance rehearsal. She had to pick who her backup dancers were. Obviously, she has to eat well, get fit. There are pieces that require you to do the hard slog in order to do the thing that you love. And so when I talk about doing the thing you love, it's really that thing that you know deep down inside that you really enjoy. So for me, as an example, last week, I made a bit of an announcement about some shifts and changes in my own business. And I spoke about how I'm focusing on -on one-on-one work at the moment. And that feels right and true for me. And with that, I'm offering free Get Unstuck calls to support you in that. So if you didn't hear that announcement and you're curious, check out the link in the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 33, where you can book in a call with me, completely free, completely complimentary to support you in getting unstuck. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because what I love the most in my business is coaching. Whenever I get off a client call or have a session, I'm literally on a high. That is what I love the most. And yet there are times when I have to do the things that aren't as enjoyable. There's the business side of the business. There's the bookkeeping. There's the accounting. There's the marketing. Don't get me wrong. I love creating the podcast. But if you ask me in my heart of hearts, what do I love doing? It's the coaching. And there are sometimes these ancillary things that we need to do so that we can do more of that. And so that's what I mean when I'm talking about doing work that you love. I want to be really clear that this is not pie in the sky thinking where it's just like you're only doing that thing and you're not doing anything else. I do believe in the future when you have more resources, you're able to create a team and they can help take things off your list and support you, of course. But it's really about you pursuing that path of doing the work that you feel you're really here to do. So if you're clear on what it is that you love, can you make money doing it? Is it an either or situation? Well, actually, I don't think that it is. I believe that in the way that I work, and I mentioned this in a previous podcast, the four pillars of how I work are in supporting a client with four main things. Number one, understanding their own intuitive clarity on their unique path. Number two, making sure their mindset is aligned. So clearing out any old beliefs that are saying they can't, they shouldn't, they're not worthy, all of the mental chatter that all of us have, really tidying that up. Then number three, getting clear on that aligned strategy for that particular client based on their values, what season they are in their life, what resources they have, etc. And then the fourth step is the execution, the practical, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get this in your diary and support you to just do the thing? So when I'm talking about doing what you love and the money piece, I really believe that doing what you love is kind of more of the energetics, like the intuitive clarity and the mindset. Something will call you to do it and you will feel compelled to do it. 
The money piece is really the strategy and the execution. And that's figuring out, well, how can I do more of this thing that I love? How can I do more of this thing that I'm being called to? And if you want to dive more into what I mean about energetics and strategy, then definitely check out that episode 31, where I talk about is the key to soulful success in your work about energetics or strategy. And equally, I also dive into meaning and money. And if you could have both in your career in episode five in the podcast, so I'll link to that in the show notes. So yes, you can have both. And I believe that many of us are coming up with different solutions and different ways of creating the both and. Which leads me into the four essential pillars to doing what you love and getting paid well for it. So there's four core areas that you need to look at to ensure that you are getting paid for what you do. And I'm saying here getting paid well for it. I want to be really clear that that's the ultimate aim that I want to support you with. I want you to get paid well for something. But like anything, if you're moving into something new or you're transitioning and pivoting, sometimes there needs to be an adjustment of expectations. We can't always expect to stay at the same pay grade when we're doing something different because we're newer at something. And there is a loose correlation between experience and how much you get paid, right? For example, I was at my son's graduation recently and I think about the principal and he was doing his speech and he spoke about his advice for the students as they were leaving. And it's like, okay, he worked at a few different schools. My guess is that he probably got paid a little bit more with more experience. And my guess is now as the principal, he's getting paid more, right? Same with corporate, same with being in business. You're more established, more experienced. You don't have as much time, etc. So remember, yes, we want you to get paid well for it, but let's also be managing of expectations in terms of how much, how quickly, right? So what are the four core pillars? I want you to imagine a diagram in front of you. So I want you to imagine a square and there are four quadrants. In your four quadrants, you have a top half and a bottom half. In the top half, you have your inner world. And in the bottom half, you have your outer world. So in the top half, when it comes to your inner world, there are two core components. On the left-hand side, you have your work-life balance. So this is actually finding that balance between living and working. On the right-hand side, you have what has meaning and purpose for you. This is your vision, what has meaning and purpose for you. In the second half of the quadrant, so in the bottom left, you have the means for making money. And on the right-hand side, so the bottom right-hand quadrant, you have doing what you're good at and love. These are your strengths that you're using to serve others. On the top half, as I said, the work-life balance and meaning and purpose, that's inner. That's what matters to you, right? On the inside. Then bottom half, we have the outer. It's what are you offering that allows you to make money in the bottom left-hand quadrant and also use your skills and talents on the bottom right quadrant to be of service to others. So that's the inner and the outer. If you were to look at this quadrant and just look on the left-hand side, then you're really looking at your resources, your time and your money. And on the right-hand column, when you're looking at meaning and purpose, that vision that you have and doing what you're good at, that's the application, the vehicle through which you're doing it. So I'm going to create a diagram (laughs) and pop this in the show notes so you can see what I mean if you're more of a visual person. But these are really the four essential pillars to doing work that you love and getting paid well for it. And this is what I take my clients through to get unstuck. I look at, well, how clear is my client on what has meaning and purpose for them? How clear are they on what their strengths are? 
How clear are they on what season they are in their life with that work-life balance piece? And in what area can they create money and financial stability applying these talents and these gifts in a way that makes sense for them? So we're really looking at the inner, the outer, what resources they have, what's the application or vehicle through which they can contribute. So those are the four main pillars. And as I said in previous episodes and previous podcasts, there's a four-step process to unlocking the work that you love and getting paid well for it. So in my work, the four pillars are getting that intuitive clarity, getting that mindset right, finding out the right strategy specifically bespoke to you and executing on that plan. And I weave in your relationship to time and money and resources so that you can get clear on what has meaning and purpose to you. And I want you to utilize your strengths so that you're doing it and applying it in a way that makes sense for you. So those are the four key pillars to doing work that you love and getting paid well for it. I think the common misconceptions when it comes to doing work you love and getting paid well for it are a number of things. Number one, the misconception is that if you do work that you love and get paid well for it, that you're only doing what you love and it's kind of becomes this wishful thinking dream. And that's just not true. There's work involved, right? There's things you got to do in order to do what you love to do. So that's conception number one. Misconception number two is that if other people are already doing the thing that you want to do, that that's a bad thing. (laughs) I actually think it's completely the opposite. I think it's a really good thing. So let's say, for example, you're working in corporate and you want to quit your job and become a graphic designer. You might think, why would anyone work with me? (laughs) There are so many graphic designers out there. Well, I actually believe that that's just telling you that that's a proven model. People need graphic designers. There's a demand for that. And if you can bring what you're good at and bring your essence to it, then you're really a competition of one, right? As I always say on this podcast, there was no one in the world who can do what you do the way that you do it. And so you are really here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You do matter. And so remembering that just because other people are doing the thing or they might have a skill set like you, it doesn't mean they can do it in the same way that you can. So reframe that. Don't think that because somebody else is doing it that you can't see it instead as, oh, this is viable. This is possible for me. And this is where that piece of intuitive clarity comes in in that you also get to do it your way. So that's really misconception number three as well that there is some cookie cutter path to doing work that you love and getting paid well for it. And I'll put my hand up to say I have fallen hook, line, and sinker for that. I have wanted to follow somebody else's path, implement someone's system to create quote-unquote success, whether that's financial or in terms of lifestyle, etc., etc. And what I found is that those cookie cutter paths don't land, they don't stick. Of course, they work for a chosen few, But if you're listening to this podcast and you feel called to do more soulful work, then I hate to say this because I love it and I hate it at the same time. It's a love-hate relationship. Is that once you know that you're called to do something different, you can't ignore it. And also, you can't follow a cookie-cutter path to success. What do I mean by that? An example When I was first starting in coaching, I kind of wanted just somebody to tell me what to do for each of the weeks of a three-month coaching program. I was like, tell me what to coach on. Give me the steps. Week one, we do this. Week two, we do this. Week three, we do this. And in the delivery and practice of that, I got so bored. 
I felt constrained. I felt like I created another freaking box for myself, which is why I had left corporate and didn't want to do what I was doing. And I'd done it again. Granted, I was doing coaching, which is something more interesting to me, but still, you know, I created that same box. And that's why when I talk about pillars, I'm not talking about cookie cutter here. I'm talking about these are the pieces you need to figure out for yourself so that you can do what you love and make money doing it in your unique way. And this is something that I've tested for myself with my clients. And it works time and time again, because you're honoring you and you're not defaulting your power or decision-making to anyone else. You're actually claiming your leadership in the process of doing so. The biggest misconception is that there's one path to doing this. There isn't. And also just remember you're here to create new models and new ways of working. So there you have it. Today, we've spoken about the four essential pillars to doing work you love and getting paid well to do it. We've spoken about what doing what you love actually means. We've spoken about can you have both passion, doing what you love, and money? Is it an either or situation? We broke down the four pillars to doing work you love and getting paid well for it. And we spoke about the common misconceptions that get in the way of doing this. If you need support to get unstuck and to figure out a way that you can do what you love and get paid well to do it, book your Get Unstuck call with me. I'm offering a select number of calls each month, and these are free complimentary calls designed to support you to figure out where are you stuck? What is really holding you back? What is that linchpin that is stopping you from creating a career that you really love, that's soulfully successful and gives you that financial stability as well? If you'd like to book that call and you're interested in all of the links that I shared in today's episode, come on over and grab the show notes at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 33. That's the number 33. Before you go, remember this. You are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. For further show notes, guest information, and to receive your free guide to the top five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, go to SiobhanBarnes.com.